This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Bruce Marshall of CBS Sports Line and also VegasInsider.com. It is the Sports Betters Paradise YouTube channel. Bet the board, a Monday edition of Bet the Board with Bruce. And we got a little NFL. We got a Monday night game this week on the schedule. A little beltway battle between the 24-game winning streak Baltimore Ravens against the Washington Commanders. The Ravens are just one and a half on the road. They've won 24 in a row. It's unbelievable. Uh, never happened in the NFL. We know that. Have not have failed to cover the last two, but 20 and four in this run ATS. And so in Bruce last week, and Baltimore's a play here or there from covering last week as well. They were. I mean, and they, they rallied last week in, in the second half. And when they switched away from Josh Johnson to Tyler Huntley, a quarterback, I don't think, you know, Lamar's, uh, we're not going to see him. Uh, Huntley, though, has been a fine preseason quarterback and then Anthony Brown late. Uh, so they did have, you know, some quarterbacking. Uh, it got better in the second half. Johnson wasn't throwing the ball downfield much at all. They made up that deficit against the Eagles, Jimmy, and they actually got ahead by seven. So they were above the number late. Brown threw a pick six with about five minutes left, uh, and the Eagles missed a two-point conversion, so that cut it to one. Baltimore scored a touchdown within uh, inside the two-minute warning um, on a run, uh, but it was called back by penalty, and then they just ran out the clock after that. So they really could have probably won that game by seven or eight, really should have, and that would have given them the point spread cover. This sort of, of uh, trend, and they actually had yeah, that – Two, it was right at the end of last preseason against Washington. They failed to cover that one, too. But still, this is an unprecedented run, like you said. John Harbaugh likes to win these games. And as we've seen again this weekend, some of these coaches just seem to take these games and coach these games like to win. We saw Mike Tomlin do it again against Buffalo. We saw Sean McVay the other way. He just doesn't seem to care that much about the results in these games. Um, and these results continue over several different summers here. And here we go with the uh, Ravens, who haven't lost a, a game in August in over six years. Uh, so at a near pick tonight, I don't mind that uh, if, if no Lamar tonight. Uh, the Washington the other way, they've just made the announcement with Sam Howell at quarterback. He will be number one going into the season. I'm not sure how much we see of Howell uh, here tonight. Washington got very fortunate last time against last time out against Cleveland. Uh, poor short yardage, some field goal uh, miscues by the Browns. Cleveland should have won that game last week. Um, and remember, you know, road trip here, mm, very short, about 25, 30 miles uh, down to uh, FedEx Field. So I'm doing Ravens. We talked about this one last week, and uh, nothing's changed my mind. In fact, the numbers moved down a little since the last time we chatted, Jimmy. Uh, don't get that 24 in a row. It's practically a pick em. I mean, you know what? This game picks itself, I think. So let's take the Ravens tonight over Washington. 
Yeah, overs, uh, you know, 10-5-1 in the first week, uh, a little bit over 500 uh, this past week as well. And, Bruce, you're going with the uh, the trend there. But, uh, you know, 20-11, and 11, the away teams are covering uh, the spread uh, so far. So there you have it right there with uh, Baltimore, uh, minus one and a half at Washington. All right, uh, Bruce, before we get to uh, your, your three Major League Baseball picks on this Monday, um, there were a lot of, even with the reduced Sunday schedule, uh, with the uh, West Coast teams uh, doing some doubleheaders because of the hurricane uh, coming on uh, Sunday. But Seattle is a big dog. Boston uh, you know, sweeps. Do you play the sweeps or do you say, oh, no, they can't win three in a row? I, you know, but personally, I like to play the sweeps a little bit. Uh, Cleveland, um, Detroit uh, got swept. Uh, the, um, you know, we could go on and on. There was a lot of Milwaukee swept uh, at the Rangers. Uh, Baltimore run lines every time uh, out in Oakland. Uh, we'd like to reduce that price uh, on the road. A lot of sweep opportunities moving forward. You, you, you play the sweeps or you fade the sweeps or it, it doesn't make much of a difference. I'm kind of like you, Jimmy. I tend to like to play the sweeps, especially uh, this time of the season. We get into mid-August and into September. You're going to see more of those those chances. Teams experimenting a little bit more that are out of the race. Um, but the momentum uh, at this time of year, these teams that get hot like Seattle, especially in the case of Seattle, which has been playing better lately, um, I don't I don't mind that. It's it's Each one of these is separate, though. Milwaukee came in very cold to Arlington, and all of a sudden they put those three wins together. Uh, Oakland's sort of a different case because we can go against them all the time, but definitely made sense to go with Baltimore there, and doing it on the run line was fine. Um, the one that didn't work yesterday, the one I had was the Mets. The Mets had suddenly picked up some momentum. That was more of an anti-St. Louis pick. But that's the other thing here. The sweeps, you're also going against some of these teams that are struggling right now, too. So it kind of works both ways. And uh, it, it's very difficult for some of these teams to pull out of uh, their lurches here. Uh, the Giants did yesterday, though. That was uh, good for them because they were looking right. at the sweep as, as well. As a so big dog, yeah. Yeah, as a big dog. So it didn't. But uh, the other ones, uh, and in the cases... You know, like with the uh, Red Sox, the Yankees, boy, you can make a certain go against case for the Yankees right now, uh, to be sure. So I'm kind of like you. I, I tend to like to look that way first. It's not an absolute thing, but I sort of look that way first for the sweeps. All right, let's get to the schedule today. And those hot uh, Seattle uh, Mariners, uh, Castillo. Um, on the road here at uh, at Chicago, White Sox uh, come from behind and blow out to Colorado uh, yesterday. But uh, Tuki Tucson uh, the, on the hill uh, to uh, for the White Sox run line here on the road at Bet Rivers is minus one and a half, minus one oh seven for these red hot Mariners. Yeah, and uh, by the way, that was another that was a sweep that didn't work yesterday with the. Uh... White Sox with the, the, the Rockies that outscored them 25-7 across the first two. I thought they were going to get the sweep yesterday, and that one didn't work. So you're right. It was like a lot of sweep chances this uh, weekend. But the other one on the other side, as you mentioned, Seattle. I mean, this is really something. If you look at these standings, uh, as of this morning, the Seahawks are oh, – the Seahawks. See, football season's coming, Jimmy. I watched the Seahawks late the other night. The Mariners are in the playoff position right now. They are in the last AL wildcard position. They have now won six straight, and this has continued an ascent that we saw start a little bit later than it did last year. Last year, it started right about the end of May. This year, it started toward the end of June. But this is exactly what the Mariners did last season. They went to the whip down the stretch. They closed very fast. They made the playoffs. 
and they have really come on this season. And now six in a row as they enter the south side here tonight of Chicago. Castillo uh, has had one bumpy effort here in the last month and a half. He even won that game against the Angels a couple of weeks ago. But uh, generally, very solid. He's been about three across his last nine starts. He's been good. And, of course, you can just keep going with the Mariners. Toussaint the other way, it's sort of uh, faded out for him. He had a, he's, he's very much a journeyman. Uh, he wouldn't be pitching in the rotation had the White Sox not traded everybody away at the deadline. So it's another audition for him. At one time with the Braves, he'd been with the Angels. He's bounced around a little bit. But his last few starts, as usually happens with Toussaint, teams are starting to hit him. His ERA is about eight across his last three starts. He usually doesn't go more than five innings. So uh, he, that little element of surprise that he had right when he uh, got into the rotation for the White Sox, uh, that's not happening right now. Run line, just a little bit a uh, little bit of a minus price there on the run line, but the way Seattle's going and the way that offense is capable of scoring and the way the White Sox, when they lose, they usually get battered. And like I said, they really got hammered those first two games in Denver. Uh, and this is that old thing. You're coming back home after a road trip and in Denver to boot. Um, everything points to Seattle for me. I'll do it on the run line with Castillo. I, I like Seattle as well. And, um, you know, on these podcasts uh, months ago, uh, and also on a radio show, uh, our common friend Andy Yusko uh, from Gaming Today talked about the pitching that uh, Seattle has. And nobody's got starting pitching like this with Castillo, Kirby, Gilbert, Miller, Wu as good stuff. Emerson Hancock is in the rotation right now. He's a former a first-round pick. They have a good bullpen. And we said if this aim ever can, because it was a, a, an easy lineup to face at, at one point earlier in the season. Rodriguez is making this a completely different deal. I mean, he is he is just such on fire. They won he, they won six in a row. Okay, they lost three in a row before that. Before that, they won eight in a row. That's fourteen of the last seventeen. They're plus five fifty to win the AL West right now. Houston, forget reputation. Pay attention to them this year. Something's missing. Are right there. In Texas, have they been here before? Avaldi's been their best pitcher, and to get beat by Milwaukee three in a row. I mean, they're no, they're no guarantee. They've been a great lineup for, for most of the season. But, man, and throwing the schedule, I know the schedules can wane, but, you know, and kind of vary a little bit. But right now, looking forward, Seattle looks to have the most favorable schedule. Right now, plus 550 to win the AL West, I think, is a strong consideration for the Mariners. I, I agree with that. And I would look a little bit further with them because you, you can look further out. A World Series price. Now, this is this would be a little bit of a flyer, but you can have a little bit of fun with this one. I mean, listen, we saw a sixth seed in the National League get in the World Series last year, uh, Philadelphia. Seattle has been back to the playoffs now. They were in the playoffs last year. They won a series last year. Sometimes these teams, now the second time around, you know, they've been there. If they can make it back in, nobody's going to want to face them, uh, especially with Rodriguez hot like this and that pitching. Even a World Series price. I would take a flyer here, maybe on the on the Mariners. All right, uh, next game we're looking at uh, those Texas Rangers uh, in Montgomery, who's been steady uh, for them since they picked him up uh, from the uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, at Arizona. Arizona showed a little life uh, over the uh, over the weekend and kind of got being a little bit more competitive uh, as of late. And for them, it'll be Slade uh, Caccioni uh, for the Diamondbacks. Run line at Bet Rivers minus one and a half, even money for these Texas Rangers. The D-backs have picked up kind of a second wind here. 
Jimmy. All of a sudden, you know, they, they looked like they were going to peel off of this National League wildcard race, and all of a sudden they're back in the mix. It's very, very uh, jumbled there now. I mean, the Giants have been struggling uh, lately. Uh, so they're within striking distance. They've started to win. And, you know, we talked about them the first two months of the season. They were, you know, I thought they had a chance to win the West. So did you back then. Cooled off some. But I'm very impressed the way that they have kind of put it back together. Interestingly, last last uh, season, the last five, six weeks, they played very well also last year. That's when we first got an indication. Hmm, maybe these guys are turning some things around. So they are back. Uh, they are back in the race, and uh, uh, Ciccone has not gotten many chances in the rotation, but they're going to give him a shot here, here tonight. Nonetheless, uh, Texas, I'm going to give the Rangers a shot here. I don't know what happened over the weekend. They caught Milwaukee at the wrong time. Uh, Texas had been playing very well, Jimmy. We had talked about them in recent weeks up until that series on the weekend. I ju they just hit the Brewers at the wrong time, and things turned around quickly, but uh, Texas's form since the All-Star break has generally been very good. Montgomery was not involved on the weekend uh, when uh, the Brewers went down there to sweep in Arlington. He has actually pitched very well, 2.50 ERA. His three starts here with the, with the uh, Rangers since he came over from uh, St. Louis. So he's been a steadying influence in the rotation, and he's going to be in there in the playoffs too, and I, I'm pretty confident they're still going to make the playoffs, but they, are, they have wobbled a bit. I like the fact getting out of town after getting swept like that. That didn't figure. Uh, Ciccone is probably only four or five innings tonight at the most for Arizona. They're going to be into the bullpen. Montgomery can go a bit deeper. Texas's bullpen has generally been reliable. I'm going to pick the Rangers to bounce back here tonight. I'll do it on the run line to get a much better price. Uh, although, you know, I was, I was hoping to get a little bit better than what I'm seeing right now. But I'll go ahead and do it uh, on the run line uh, with uh, Montgomery tonight down in Phoenix. All right, uh, Cincinnati in uh, in uh, Los Angeles. They, they go out and play the Angels. Uh, Ashcraft has been on fire, not getting a whole lot of support, um, in, uh, whether it's from the uh, run support or from the bullpen or from the manager in some of his decisions. Out to the Big A in Lucas Giolito, the, uh, uh, another one of uh, their feeble attempts to try and uh, do something last year. They were the first team to call up there, one of their draftees. Uh, this past uh, week. So desperate. Uh, yeah, it's a desperate state uh, with the Angels right now in uh, the last few days or last few games or weeks of uh, our buddy Shohei Otani. Cincinnati's plus money tonight with Ashcraft on the hill. Yeah, that looks too good to pass up for me. And I and I know, like you say, the Reds have managed to, to blow some of Ashcraft's uh, recent starts. But, I mean, his, he, I mean, he has pitched extremely well. The last month and a half, ERA 2.15. Now, prior to that, back into June, he had been struggling. Uh, we know him. We had talked about some of those numbers that were really bad for Ashcraft. But, like I said, the last month and a half, much, much better. He just has picked the wrong nights to pitch well because they haven't been getting a lot of uh, run support. Nonetheless, uh, the Reds are still hanging around in the playoff race. They're not out of this thing uh, yet, and we have seen this stuff change by the week in the National League. We just talked about Arizona getting back in the race a couple weeks ago. It's the Cubs getting back in on the other side. We talked about Seattle now in the race. So uh, things can change in a week, and this is a good place to go to Anaheim to maybe get back on track. We've talked a lot about the Angels. We talked about them on the Friday radio show, uh, Jimmy, and we've talked about them here on Sports Better's Paradise in the past. My, what I really think a problem, a fundamental flaw that the Angels have is this lineup. It is just a home run hitting lineup. Every one of these guys, all they do, 
is go up there and swing for the fences. It's not every hit a home run because sometimes those end up as singles or doubles once in a while. But all they do, there is no situational hitting on this team, and they wonder what's going on, why aren't they winning. Well, that's why they go in these slumps because the collective, when the Angel collective goes in a slump, nothing happens. The offense just bogs down, and, and that's why they've had such a struggle here the last couple of weeks. A couple of games against Tampa Bay, they scored some runs. But they still lost another series. They gave up 18 runs in that Sandoval start on Saturday in the nightcap with a doubleheader. Uh, Giolito, as you've mentioned, again, you're right. This is blown up in their face. His ERA is 8.14 since he came over. Uh, he is a free agent at the end of the season. He was definitely a rental short-term, and the Angels thought they were in this race. They are not in the race right now, despite what some of these Angels guys on the TV seem to keep thinking. Whenever they win a game, they're back in the race. They're eight and a half out in the wild card race, in the wild card race, and uh, we're coming up on just a little over uh, uh, five and a half weeks left in the season. They're toast. Um, I'll take Ashcraft here um, and to, to finally turn it around. Uh, the Reds, by the way, uh, back, last time they were in uh, Southern California against the Dodgers, they won that series last month. So um, familiar territory for them. And, and the Halos right now sort of going through the motions as this uh, very disappointing season comes to uh, mercifully will come to a conclusion in a few weeks. All right, uh, an NFL preseason again, which Bruce is 4-0 on these podcasts, so let's keep it going uh, tonight uh, with the Baltimore Ravens and three Major League Baseball. Early impressions, you do have an angle uh, real quickly, Bruce, on uh, what's happening in the Prem League. Our buddy Nigel Seeley does a great job, but you are very, very uh, astute uh, in the European soccer stuff, so let's get to it. You, you, you wondered about Chelsea. Didn't they fit? Didn't, weren't they a mess coming down the stretch last year at the end of the season? And uh, in the slow start again this year. Yeah. And by the way, Biba España winning the uh, always oh, yesterday. Yes, yes. There, there you go. There you go. My did wife... Japan beat them for nothing? How come Japan couldn't win this whole thing, huh? Yeah. Well, some they, Sweden made the adjustments needed to play Japan, yeah. and Japan didn't adjust back, and that's what happens. But my wife made me made me say that with Spain. Uh, in the prem, you are very right. Uh, last year, that uh, Chelsea was a mess, and this was after uh, you know Todd Bowley, uh, part of the Dodger group um i ended up buying the team they went through four different managers last year it was a real real mess in the bottom half of the table they brought in mauricio pochettino uh he most recently had been at psg had been at spurs before that uh, as a new manager but they, it's like a roulette wheel they just keep spinning uh, they're winless in two matches it's early uh they got to draw their first time out and uh on the weekend they lose 3-1 to west ham which was down to 10 men it ain't working yet for Chelsea, and I still think they're getting priced like the old Chelsea, uh, but you can still, until they show signs and actually win a couple of matches in a row, I think they're going to be overpriced and uh, for some reason here, and uh, it hasn't kicked on yet for Pochettino. They made a lot of roster changes, too. Sometimes this takes a while. Now, they will not be involved in Europe this year, so that's good for them. That won't, they won't have that distraction, so maybe Pochettino turns it around. Ain't happening yet, though. And uh, so Chelsea kind of looking against Chelsea until further notice. All right, let's keep it rolling. Don't forget uh, later in the week, too, uh, Bruce, uh, with his week zero picks. If you missed it, uh, a lot of those uh, conference previews are still available uh, wherever you find your uh, your podcasts or on the Sports Better Sports Better's Paradise YouTube channel. We really do dig in deep and uh, save you a lot of time. Uh, for your research into the smaller conferences as well. For Bruce Marshall of CBS Sports Line and VegasInsider.com, I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.